This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 614-760-0670 or feel free to visit us online at safeharboroh.com. While you're on our website, feel free to click on that radio page. You can check out some past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please visit your, our YouTube page by typing in Safe Harbor Retirement Group, and you can watch videos on different types of financial topics. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us if you, if you have any questions or if you want to set up a face-to-face or even a virtual meeting. And remember, all meetings are complimentary and no obligation is, are, is required. Well, today what we're going to do is, of course, you know, COVID's been, in, been really here for the, really the last two years, but we're actually going to talk about um, some ways that the pandemic has actually been a really a dress rehearsal for those of you thinking about retiring. Before we kind of dive into all that, though, let me introduce to you my co-host this week and every week, and that's Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great, Corey. Uh, great to be here. Thanks for having me on the show again. Uh, it's been a great week. I've been really busy and I think I mentioned this last week, but my son is getting married. Uh, this is the first, he's my oldest. Uh, he's only 22, just a young pup yet, but, uh, he's been with his fiance. They've been together since, uh, sophomores in high school and then all through so. college. So, uh, and they've, they've got a great plan. He's going into grad school, med school to become a physician's assistant. And she's got a full-time job and they just bought their first car together, so uh, they're going for it. Uh, <laughs> it's just weird as a dad, you know what I mean? To ha- oh, yeah. Have your kids. When's the, when's, when's the big day? Uh, the big day is coming up in May. Uh, I believe it's May. <laughs> no, I'm bad. It's like May 21st or 25th, whatever that Saturday is. So Yeah, um, before, before Memorial Day. Yes. The weekend before Memorial yes, Day. Yes, exactly. Yep. Exactly. So uh anyway that's that's where i'm at how about you you've been busy haven't you you know yeah we have we've been really busy um it's been you know really busy with uh, a lot of first appointments and of course we're always doing annual reviews with clients yep um but you know it's yeah it is busy you know a lot of people which we, we kind of find out is a lot of people retire usually in in you know december january and the next kind of date is that june july time frame so uh, yep. I do have a lot of clients that are thinking about, you know, uh, put, retiring here in the next few months as well. So, uh, yeah, that's that, we're definitely busy there. But, you know, it, it's it's a good busy. Nothing like uh, being able to, uh, you know, meet new prospects, talk about new goals and how we're going to, you know, help them accomplish that. So, yeah, yeah it, it's really it's, it's, it's a good thing. Well, it must be rewarding, too. When you start with somebody, you know, let's say one of our listeners out there calls you, they set up that initial appointment. Maybe they're in their forties or fifties, some even in their early sixties. And they're like, Hey, when we retire, we need a plan in place. So 
Uh, you start with them maybe when they're in their 50s and watch them uh, grow those retirement funds and you help them uh, make sure that they minimize their tax burden and maximize that growth and, and what they have. Uh, and then you help them kick it in when they get to retirement. It's rewarding to see them reach that phase and know that you help them get there so they can have a successful retirement, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it is uh, very fulfilling, you know, Tony. It, you know, one of the nice parts is is when you put together a plan, you make a few adjustments, and then, you know, five, six years later, here we are implementing the plan, and yeah. it's kind of going exactly the way that we actually uh, wanted it to go. That's good. Um, whether you're trying to maximize your Social Security, you know, it seems like right now I have a lot of clients that have finally hit that magical age of 70, and, you know, we put together plans where they're, you know, now they're actually uh, starting to take Social Security, maxing that Social Security out in order to, you know, um, to have a you know nice comfortable retirement yeah and now they can start taking less money out of their uh, overall you know savings because uh you know they're making quite a bit more from social security that's good well what are we talking about today you mentioned uh, let's dive into this topic it sounds like a good one well you know if you really go back and look at the last couple of years and we're going to talk about some of the ways the pandemic has has really has been a, a really a dress rehearsal for retirement, mm. um, and uh, I think one of the things that you know when when it all hit, you know the first thing that uh, I think we all found out is we actually had all this extra time, and yeah, and, and I mean all of a sudden you went from working showing up at work every day. There some people didn't have jobs, or all of a sudden you know in, in my case. Uh, a lot of people didn't want to meet. Right. Um, we just kind of shut down yeah. and we kind of moved everything to the phone. But one thing I did find out is we everybody out there had a lot of extra time. Yeah. And really, it kind of came down to is, you know, what are you going to do during that during with all that extra time? And when you're retired, it's kind of the same way. You know, for the last 40 years or whatever you've been working, you know, you've been coming in there eight to five, eight to six every day, and all of a sudden, the day you retire. You don't, you don't have anything on your calendar. So what are you really going to do in order to kind of fulfill that time? Well, that's a good point and, and a great question. And I, I can see that as well. Even though I was able to continue working uh, when the lockdown started, uh, I, you know, for two years, I didn't go into the office. It was almost two years, uh, right. a year and a half at least. And for that year and a half, uh, even though I kept working every day, I didn't have a commute. I didn't have uh, meetings typically with other people, uh, even even via Zoom. Uh, those there weren't as many, so I I found myself with more time. I mean, I was able to get my work done and then have more time. And I'm around the house going, okay, what can I do around here? So I can see how that could be a dress rehearsal for retirement. Yeah, and if you really think about it now. Think of it this way. Let's just say you still were, you know, say you we were because I was working, you know, I, I still coming in. I was still working, you know, whatever, nine to five or nine to four. It seemed like every day. But all of a sudden, when that weekend hit, now there was hardly anywhere that you could go. Yeah. Right. So you couldn't just get up and, and go to the restaurant. You couldn't go shopping. You couldn't just go do all that type of stuff. So all of a sudden, it was kind of like, you know what? This is a this really is a good chance to kind of see what am I going to do in retirement? You know, and the, of course, I think the one thing that all, that popped out for for most of us 
is all those honeydew projects <laughs> that we all, all of us, you know, that we kind of talked about, everybody started to do them. That's true. And, and, uh, you know, for, you know, for, for, for my standpoint, you know, we actually got a lot of little projects done, a lot of painting, a lot of, you know, just a lot of things that was inside. We did try to do a lot of things that were outside too, just so you can get, get out of the house, uh, more than anything well, else. Yeah, that's, that's true. And, and, you know, that's just, uh, those are a couple of ways that the COVID shutdowns really have shown us what retirement can be like, because, uh, obviously, uh, there are many ways, but you're right. We got a lot of projects done during that time. Um, we got our yard fenced in, which we'd been meaning to do for so long and we should have done it sooner. A lot of things were like, why didn't we do this sooner? Well, it's just like you get in that routine of going to work every day. And then once it stops, uh, you realize, okay, what's, what can I do now? And you're like, well, there's this huge list we've had for a long time. That honeydew list you mentioned. Right. And depending on what type of fence you built, Tony, it could have cost a lot more too. Cause lumber went through the roof. <laughs> it, it, got, it did cost more. Yes. Yeah. But I, you know, but we did the same thing. We, we actually ended up tearing down our old fence and putting a new, you know, I put a new one up. Oh yeah. But I mean, but it's kind of the same thing. You still kind of tried to find a lot more jobs you know, just to do around the house. And I think the other thing I, th you know, there, I think the other thing that I think a lot of people did was hopefully you also try to do something where you could be a little bit more educated, whether that's, you know, reading more or doing a little bit more research on things. Um, and of course I know what, 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 what everybody did, because if you look at, if you actually look at companies like Netflix, their stock just went through the roof. That's because everyone started to, to watch all the streaming because they had all this time as well. Well, that's you bring up a great point there, Corey, because if you want to see what people did during the COVID shutdown for that year and a half, two year period, just look at the stock, which company stocks did poorly, which did well. Uh, I think that told the story, right? I mean, that, obviously, yep. brick and mortar retail and restaurants went down. Uh, things like Netflix went through the roof because everybody... Um, uh, was using streaming services more than ever. Uh, and I know we were as well. So you have to kind of look at, I, I think that's a great point because another thing we need to worry about or look at is if in the shutdown you spent a lot of your time streaming movies, you know, when you retire, you don't want to sit on the couch and stream movies all day, every day. You want to be able nope. to get out and get things done. So uh, there's two sides to that coin. Some people got out and built fences. Uh, good job, Corey. And uh, we did as well. I had help. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, a lot of times we also streamed a lot more, uh, which is could be good, could be bad. So there's good and bad that comes with that downtime, isn't it? Isn't yeah. And, I, and, you know, and hopefully a lot of people out there also did a little bit of activity. Well, you know, sure. Maybe did some hiking or got out and did some walking. Of course, my yep. golf increased because I had a lot more time and um, I just kind of wanted to get outside too. But but hopefully, you know, you're able to also pick some type of activities, physical activities up during that time um, as well, and, you know, in order to better yourself from a health standpoint. Yeah, for sure. Health is another thing. And we can talk a little bit more about that, but let's take a quick break here, Corey. And before we do, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and what you have to offer them. 
Yeah, no problem, Tony. Just for our listeners out there, just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or you can always visit our website at safeharboroh.com. And when you do call in, um, you can schedule a complimentary no-obligation meeting with me. And if again, if you have a financial plan, we can provide that second set of eyes and provide a second opinion to you. And if you don't have one, give us a call, and we'll set one up for you. And again, our goal at Safe Harbor is to make sure that you're going to have the best retirement that you can and in order to get there, you need to make sure that you have a path, and that path is going to be a financial plan. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Fit Radio and our host, Corey Sickles, after this. Throughout our working years, we attempt to accumulate as many eggs as possible into our retirement nest. Unfortunately, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At Safe Harbor Retirement Group, we have put together a simple way for you to group your retirement assets. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download a complimentary color of money report at safeharboroh.com or call us today at 614-760-0670. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And again, while you're on our website, feel free to click on that radio page. You can check out some past shows and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And also, don't hesitate to reach out to us if you have questions or if you want to set up a face-to-face or a virtual meeting. And remember, all meetings are complimentary and no obligation is required. Well, Tony, what we're talking about today is just really how the pandemic is really preparing us for retirement and what to really do with our time and such. And the the second thing I want to kind of talk about, you know, is, is this. And that is that togetherness time that you now all of a sudden that you have with your spouse day in and day out during the pandemic. Yep. Um, a lot of people found out what it's like, you know, especially nowadays where both spouses uh, work or have their own thing. Uh, you don't spend 24-7 together typically with your spouse. A, a lot of couples don't spend that much time together. They go to work, they come home, maybe have supper, a couple hours and go to bed and then get up and do the same again. But during COVID, a lot of us were home together. My wife and I and my kids from school, we were all at home. So uh, that is that is a change. It's a big change, and that can present challenges, can it? It can. You know, um, I think a lot of I think a lot of spout. You know, a lot of couples out there like to have that me time, and yep. uh, whether and, and if that just meant you know going to work for eight hours and coming <laughs> back, that's still kind of your time, yep, right? Yep. Um, you know, according to Clippinger, during all this stuff. Divorce rates have skyrocketed by more than 31% among couples. Ouch. Yeah, um, that's that's not good. That's too bad. So that kind of just tells you that maybe, you know, 24-7 around each other wasn't necessarily, uh, you know, a, a good situation for them. <laughs> well, you know what, Corey? My father growing up was an over-the-road truck driver. He drove for a, a moving van lines. Like, he would load people's household goods into the truck, and let's say you moved from... Ohio, Columbus to Chicago. He would load you up, uh, pack you up, him and a couple of guys, and then he would drive the stuff to Chicago and unload it for you at your new home. You know, a lot of people did that, especially moving around in the 80s. A lot of people were transferring jobs. But uh, my mom, uh, they've been married, oh, over 60 years now, my mom and dad. 
And people ask, you know, wow, 60 years, that's great. How'd you do it? And she said, well, he wasn't home for long periods of time. That helped. <laughs> two weeks. When, when you're gone two weeks at a time, uh, she said that helped. But then when he retired... Uh, then, then things, they had to figure things out for a while, you know? Yeah. And that, that, that makes sense. I mean, it's, uh, you know, if you're not there day in, day out and all of a sudden you're there 24 <laughs> seven. Yes. Yeah, that if you want to know what that that's like, ask my mom, all of a sudden my dad's oh, yeah. around. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, I think for a lot of our listeners out there, I mean, many of you experienced the same thing and, you know, hopefully, you know, you've made the last two years and now you kind of know what to expect. Um, you know, in retirement, which is kind of what we're talking about today. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think, I think another thing this pandemic has really kind of, you know, allowed everyone to do, and that is really kind of drill down on what you actually need. Right. Um, just from supplies, everything that, you know, of course, everything, everybody needed toilet paper day one. <laughs> it seems like that. Yeah. You could buy any of it, but you know, <laughs> when we start talking about the essentials, and especially as we're kind of dealing with it still now, I mean, there's just a lot of things that aren't available. Um, and, you know, everyone's getting by, but, you know, if you go to the store, there's just not as much of it there. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to find other brands of whatever particular thing you're, you're trying to look for. Yep. Um, we're just not making as much as, ever, you know, everything that we had before. But I think this has really given us a good idea of, you know, what do we truly need? And, and, and when you really think about it, um, when you're working, you kind of just buy what you want, do what you need. But when you're retired, you now you're more on that budget and you're only going to purchase things that you truly need, you know, or essential things that you're going to need. So I think True. the pandemic has been a, has been a good observation for a lot of people to just to kind of think about what do you truly need in retirement? Yeah, that's very true. Um, you're so right on that. Uh, I think it, it helped us prioritize what really matters, right? I think for a lot of us, we saw what really matters and what really doesn't. Uh, it was a wake-up call, that's for sure. Yeah, and that kind of leads into one of one of our next things we'll talk about. And we've talked about this, you know, on our show more more than once. But with this pandemic definitely highlighted was was really the importance of having some type of cushion when it comes to cash. Um, emergency funds, um, they're very important. You need to have that three to six months. You know, we've talked about that in the past, have at least three to six months of what you need, you know, for, you know, in case you do lose a job or maybe your hours have went down and you bet we, we definitely all experience, not, I did not experience that, but there's been many, many individuals out there that have definitely experienced this and needed to make sure they had that emergency fund in place. Yeah. Yeah, and I know you're always, it seems to come up a lot, Corey. I know you really stress to our listeners the importance of emergency funds, just how important that is to have three to six months uh, worth of your salary uh, liquid and in a savings account. And then and then you can start using the rest uh, to put into uh, accounts that can grow or for retirement. I think that's huge. It is. And look, and here's the one thing I think a lot of people don't really understand too, Tony, is you still need to have some type of emergency fund, even in retirement. And, and what I mean by that more than anything is maybe it's three to six months of whatever your monthly income is, but there's going to be situations that come up that are out of the ordinary that you don't have to, you don't want to have to take more money out of your portfolio just to be able to pay them. 
Um, one, I, I can tell you this right now, a good one is I always see this and that's taxes. People always off, all of a sudden have to come into their portfolio to get more money out to pay their taxes. Uh, maybe they probably should have taken a little bit more out during that time or you, you have to be able to, to plan for that. Another, an, another big one that I think a lot of people um, have to come in and get more money for is when things happen. Air conditioner goes yep, out. That's true. Um, I need a new washer and dryer. And some of these things, you have to be able to kind of, uh, you, you have a monthly budget, but hopefully some of that monthly budget is just a little bit of, of adding to your savings. Or if you have a savings, you can you can actually add to it every month and just use it as you kind of, you know, as you need that during your retirement years as well. Sure. Uh, one thing that I noticed during um, uh, COVID, I really enjoyed, you know, for some people it was horrific because they they weren't able to work. They lost their jobs. And of course, uh, the illness and the death. So there's the, this huge negative side to COVID. And as others were fortunate, and I'm going to be honest, I was very fortunate during COVID because it allowed me to work from home. I didn't have to go into the office, but yet I was still able to do my job. I have a job that I can do from home. And anybody who had that was very fortunate. But it also made me realize the thing that COVID made me realize was uh, you do need that social interaction. Uh, you can go stir sure. crazy if you're just home all the time. And so that's another way that COVID kind of prepares us for retirement. Because if you're used to going into the office every day and you've been working at a company, say 20 years or, or more, you know, you've been working for 40 years, 50 years of your life, then you retire. Uh, the so A lot of your social interaction is with coworkers and that's going to be gone. So in retirement, that's gone too. Uh, COVID, it, it was gone for a lot of people, uh, most people. And then uh, in retirement. So that's another way it's prepared us. You could see what it was like to not have that social interaction. And I know that's where young people really struggled. And and even a, a lot of us adults struggled with that during COVID. So I, I, is that a problem for people in retirement that you've seen, Corey? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it is, uh, Tony. I think, I mean, it, yes, it can, it can be, uh, it can be definitely be an issue. Um, why you know why you you definitely are in retirement? Yeah, and uh, I, and I think one of the things that we, that this time also allowed a lot of people to actually think about too, Tony, is it allowed everyone to kind of crunch crunch their numbers on what they really needed to be able to need in retirement as well. Sure. Um, when when you have to remember when when the pandemic hit, basically everybody went to the essentials. Yep. Right. But if you really think about it, that's all you need to have for retirement. That's true. Are, are those essentials? So that should have gave you a great understanding of what you really should be spending in retirement as well. Well, uh, you know what? Uh, it, we're almost out of time. We got a couple of minutes uh, left here. I think this has been a great discussion, Corey. Yeah, Tony, it has been a, a great discussion, and and you know, for our listeners out there, um, feel free to schedule a complimentary no obligation meeting with me. Just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And again, you know, if you already have a financial plan in place, we provide that second set of eyes and provide you a second opinion. And if you don't have a financial plan in place, we can put one in place for you. You know, our goal at Safe Harbor is to make sure that you have the best retirement that you possibly can. And really the way to get there is to use our compass report 
um, which is going to show you what your income plan is going to look like for the rest of your lifetime. So again, give us a call, 614-760-0670. All right. Sounds good. Corey, great show today. Good episode. A lot of great information. Uh, and uh, I thought the uh, topic was an interesting one. That's a unique way to look at it. The COVID-19 was kind of a dress rehearsal for retirement. Uh, some of the same uh, issues uh, to uh, learn how to deal with. Uh, good show. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. Join us soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.